The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. From the pinnacle of the media landscape, this is Market Edge. Join your host, Larry Weber, as he discovers the answers from analysts, entrepreneurs, and technologists who are preparing the blueprints for the future of marketing. Hear from those who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Blogosphere. Now, please welcome your host of Market Edge, Larry Weber. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Larry Weber, chairman of W2 Group, a global marketing services ecosystem organized to help chief marketing officers in their new role as builders of communities and content aggregators. Two W2 Group companies, Digital Influence and RacePoint, are leaders in social media marketing in both paid and unpaid media. Pretty excited today. Uh, We'll be talking about managing national social media engagement with Rick Wyan, McDonald's first director of social media in the United States. Rick has been managing social media projects for McDonald's since 2006. He is a founding member of the Digital Task Force, a team responsible for creating McDonald's digital strategy, and helped establish McDonald's official Twitter handle. Previously, Rick served as vice president of interactive media at Golan Harris's Chicago office, which was their first office and headquartered, as I know that business intimately where he worked on social media strategies for companies including Unilever, Johnson & Johnson, and BP. Before that, Rick was the Director of Technology Services at Smith Buckland, the world's largest association management company. You can connect with Rick on Twitter at twitter.com slash r-d-u-b-life, r-dub-life. So twitter.com slash r-d-u-b-life. It's great to have you on Market Edge, Rick. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Hey, first tell us just, you know, sort of 30,000 feet about your role. If you had to give us the uh, job description you have, it's probably the most famous brand on the planet. <laughs> uh, sure. As a, as a director of social media, I, I, the, my, my role here is to look at how we could use social media, the different tools involved, all the um, amazing communities out there to really uh, bolster our brand. So it involves things like reputation management. Uh, it, it involves working with communities and, and then, of, of course, promoting our, our, our products as part of the overall brand as well. Hey, you know, we work a lot. One of the fastest growing areas, you know, in social media, especially, I mean, in the blog sphere category, are mommy bloggers. This seems to me that would be an important group for McDonald's. How do you go about working with groups like Mommy Bloggers? Well, we we want to work with them. They are a very influential group, and they're, they're very important because moms are the gatekeepers to families. They're the ones who make purchase decisions. Uh, a lot of time, moms are the ones who are driving the kids to McDonald's to go get to go get Happy Meals and and, and whatnot. So we, we definitely uh, are trying to work with them in a lots of different ways. Uh, it, in, in in large terms, uh, we, we work with uh, popular blog networks like BlogHer. In fact, we last weekend uh, went to the BlogHer uh, annual conference in New York and had, had the opportunity 
to meet hundreds of mommy bloggers and just have conversations with them about uh, their lives, their blogs, how they are working with their communities. I took previewed some of our new menu items like the Angus Snack Wrap and our oatmeal that's coming out nationally uh, in January, uh, had them taste the product and say, hey, this is, this is who we are, this is our brand, this is what we represent, tell us about you and, and um, let's have a conversation because that's really what it's, what it's all about. Uh, in addition to large national efforts like that, uh, we'll work with them for smaller campaigns. Uh, also, just one-on-one relationships are really important, too. I, uh, I, I maintain contact with some mommy bloggers. I, I, I'm making friends with them on Twitter because they ask me, hey, what's up with McDonald's? What are you guys doing? And, and I say, hey, this is, this is what we're doing. These are the, the new things on our menu. Did you, did you know that apple dippers and, and, uh, and milk are, um, can be part of any Happy Meal and it's a lower-calorie option for your kids? So uh, it's it, it, it's a really key to not only just connect with them for the sake of hey I've got a campaign and I want you to write about my brand, but more uh, uh, making those human one to one connections to 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 put a face on uh, on the company as well. Sure, I mean you know obviously all about engagement. No blog her well, but the um, let's go a little deeper. Uh, you know the how many constituencies? Uh, I mean I guess you could go on and on, but what would be your top three or four. So you have mommy bloggers, but then how about nutritional bloggers? There's probably people on fast food, new product. Uh, How do you sort of organize around your conversations by category, if that's the right word? Yeah, well, we we actually try to take the approach where... um, Literally, everyone is a consumer of McDonald's, potentially. Uh, so we want to look at that overall market. I mean, it, but, but it's also difficult because you can't just say, all right, men and women age 18 to 54. I mean, that's, that's the entire population of, of, of the country. So, uh, so, so we look at influencers, um, and, and then when it comes down to a specific program or specific product, we want to look at who are the leading influencers for X type of thing. For example, uh, yes, we want to work with nutrition bloggers and make sure that they're aware of all the different options on our, on, on our menu. Um, we, we've got uh, the Monopoly campaign is coming up in, uh, in in October of this year, and that drives a lot of excitement. And it drives a lot of excitement with people who like to play games. And so we're going to go after we're going to find uh, game you know online game influencers and and, and work with them as well. Uh, also, one thing that's important to me uh, in, in social media is I want to know who the influencers are in social media and make sure that they are, are, are also a constituency that we could be working with because not only are they influential in the space that we care about um, you know, in, in, in our jobs, they're thought leaders for, uh, for lots of other industries as well. So that's another important uh, group, group for us to be working with. Hey, you bring up gaming. I was... Uh in John Frascati's office a few uh, months ago, he's the CMO at Hasbro that uh, they own a number of properties, but Monopoly's one, and he had mentioned that that is McDonald's most popular game. It seems to me now also with the rise of uh, things like Zynga uh, and, and more and more games that overlay Facebook and you know other social media sites, that gaming is probably going to be increasingly important to a brand like McDonald's. Can you go a little deeper with uh, with that? Uh, why is first of all, why would Monopoly be so popular? And then second, uh, are you are you looking at other gaming applications? Well, 
you know, Monopoly, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's an amazing property. We're, McDonald's is going on, I think, close to a 20-year run of um, success with that. Uh, I, I think the basic reason that it's, that it's so popular is that we've refreshed it every single year. So it's, it's, it, it, from year to year, it's different menu items. It's different prizes that you can win. Uh, that instant win nature of it, you go in, you, you, you pay a couple of bucks for an extra value meal, and then you win another one. Uh, and uh, it's just amazing. This time around, the prize pool has increased. It's one in four people who play are going to win something. Uh, we've also added online components to it, so there's a website where you can go play and, 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 and earn more things. So I think it's a combination of it's a known, fun entity, but then adding new things to refresh it every year has, has, has made it not just a popular thing, but a popular, uh, a popular program again and again and again for, uh, for again, close to 20 years now. Um, overall, in respect to gaming, uh, it, it's definitely something that is on our, our, our radar. The, the amount of time that people are, are, are spending playing games uh, just seems to go up and up. It's, it's in that kind of hockey stick curve, it seems, of, of, of popularity. And, and it, it's also happening at different levels. Uh, there are those little 30-second time waster games that have always been popular. Uh, there is the low-impact but long-term games of like like a farm belt that's out there and Mafia Wars, uh, and, and, and then there's also the you know the, the more immersive games uh, out there like like World of Warcraft. So right now, what we're looking at is where are people playing these games? How are they engaging with them? And what is our opportunity to to to, to be a part of that? Because uh, People play games for entertainment. We are a fun brand, so there, there, there's definitely a, a nexus there. We just need to tap and find out what, what exactly it is. And so I have to ask, you know, when you played traditional Monopoly, what was your favorite piece to move around the board? Uh, I was usually the top hat. Hey, so was I. See, we should have a top hat club. You know? Never wanted to be the boot. Hey, are you responsible for managing the social engagement of sort of the internal constituencies too and, you know, featured in, uh, you know, aboutmcdonalds.com like employees, owners, operators, franchisees, or the social responsibility team? Um, not directly. Uh, that, that, that's managed by our, our corporate communications team. Uh, but alignment is very, very important to us as a system. So uh, there, there, there's a working group uh, that advises on strategy and how we're engaging with uh, our external corporate communications, but then also our internal employee communications as well. So while that's not under my peer review, it's definitely something that I'm, I'm, I'm helping advise on uh, what is going on in that landscape so that we can make sure that we are um, all singing from the same songbook. I haven't read it, but I, uh, somebody told me in, in our office that there's a, uh, a blog by someone at McDonald's, uh, Bob Langert, that called Open for Discussion. Is that more focused on uh, the uh, employees and the, more the internal McDonald's uh, constituencies? No, um, Bob is actually our vice president of, um, uh, of corporate social responsibility. Oh, okay. And so that blog is focused on our sustainability efforts and some of our, right. our, our green initiatives as, as well. So it's external then? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And how do you, you know, I should have brought that up earlier just quickly, that you must also then be looking at, the, you know, those kinds of communities that are concerned about, you know, McDonald's carbon footprint and, mm -hmm. you know, the whole green movement. Is, is that something that, uh, you know, fills up your day as well? 
You know, it's something that um, I'm, I'm spending more and more time on. Uh, w- w- one thing that's been a very pleasant eye-opener for me um, coming in, in, into McDonald's is we've got a lot of really good stories to tell on our sustainability efforts. There's, there's three LEED-certified restaurants in the United States. Um, there's all kinds of different programs going on around the world for recycling and sustainability efforts. I mean, even uh, there's, there's a little shuttle um, truck shuttle bus that goes between the different offices here in Oak Brook and that runs on biodiesel from um, from McDonald's french fries and so in, in that respect I look at it as we have a lot of really interesting facts and stories to tell we need to get better at telling those stories and it's um, so it's storytelling but it's also um, I, I almost want to put a publisher's hat on and say yes we want to work with communities but we also have a lot to uh, a lot that we need to put out there that will make some communities that might be eyeing us a little bit suspiciously more open to conversation because um, they, they, they just probably aren't aware of uh, some of the good things that we're doing right now Hey, you know, McDonald's is one of the largest purchasers of broadcast media. Do you ever foresee a future where those budgets might go down and there be a lot more resources put to, you know, developing these conversations at, at even deeper levels? You know, that's a really good question, and I, I don't know that we'll see a major shift um, in, in, in the short term. Um, in, in traditional media has worked well and continues to work well for our brand, uh, so we're looking at it more from the, the viewpoint of how can we augment it, and then how can we make sure that it's integrated and aligned, because, um, again, the unpaid side of social media works, the paid side of social media works. How do we get those things to work with the more traditional um, vehicles that have always worked well for us and um, use, use those things in concert to get the most bang for our buck? Um, just a quick one before the break. Have you guys been exploring at all, and it probably is in the marketing department, but here's you know sort of a gray area. I've been hearing a lot of chatter about social media and couponing and you know, special offers and, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that, especially through your mobile devices. I mean, you guys must be looking at some of those things. Yeah, we're looking at uh, we're looking at that from two respects. Uh, one is what is the, the the optimal way to have a mobile coupon that people can redeem? Because the coupon delivery is one aspect of it, but we also need to be making sure that the redemption side is is locked up tight. Because somebody comes to a store with a coupon, if it can't be redeemed, that's a that's a really bad experience that we want want to avoid. Uh, we're also doing pilot programs that, to offer coupons through our Facebook page because that's one thing that people. People say they like our brand, and that's great. We, get, we, 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 we grow numbers there. A lot of them are looking for some sort of dealer special offer, so we, we're, we're exploring that, that space as well. We're going to take a short commercial break right now. Uh, please stand by. We'll be right back with McDonald's first director of social media in the United States, Rick Wyan, and more of the conversation. This is Larry Weber with Market Edge. We'll be right back. Market Edge will continue in just a moment. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. 
Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel only on webmasterradio.fm. From the pinnacle of the marketing landscape, we now return to Market Edge. Once again, here's your host, Larry Weber. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Larry Weber, and I'm here today with the first director of social media for McDonald's in the United States, Rick Wyan, talking about how you can manage national social media. Hey, uh, you know, Rick, McDonald's has more, if I remember, when we used to do some work with them, uh, more than 20 regions in the U.S. I mean, I might have these a little wrong, but they all have their own marketing teams, PR agencies, ad agencies. In early 2009, um, social network activity was taken under national control. In the last few months, you've begun to give some of that back, I understand. How do you coordinate the regional markets from a, so, you know, from a social media perspective? How do you divvy up responsibilities? How do you deal with the localization of social? Um, maybe spend a little time on that topic for us. Sure. Um, at the risk of sounding cliche, it's all about alignment with a capital A, uh, and, it, and it takes a lot, of, a lot of work. What the way we approach it is, we we, we want to create a framework, but then offer the local regions some freedom within that framework. So, the where it really starts is we put together some guidelines for social media that are meant to kind of lay out the the the, 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 the ground rules or kind of the, the the bumpers, if you will, for what we're doing nationally and then what local markets can do as well. So, uh, one example of that is on uh, from on, on Twitter. We have our national Twitter page just at McDonald's. Uh, and local regions can have their own Twitter pages as well. But those local pages need to be uh, identified and named reflecting that region. So, for example, um, the McDonald's in Atlanta is MCD ATL. Uh, Philadelphia is, is at McD- MCD Philly. And, uh, and, and so what, what we're setting up is this... Um, is this kind of network where you can choose to join the national page and see what's going on nationally with the brand, or you can choose to follow your local one if you're more interested in local offers, local events, and in, 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 in information. Uh, they're all branded in the McDonald's family, but again, there's different backgrounds and different uh, avatars that, that, that the local markets can, can, can use for that. On the Facebook side of things, there's a tab on our Facebook page that says local, 
And when you go onto that, you put in your zip code, and then you get served up uh, 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 customized information based on what's going on in that local market. Um, additionally, uh, local markets are also uh, working with bloggers in their community, and that's actually a, a very uh, interesting and important area for us because uh, a lot of folks, they know McDonald's national brand, but then they also identify with the particular McDonald's restaurant that's down the street or, or, or around the corner from them. Lots of bloggers, uh, even the ones that, that are national in, in their audience, they, they tend to have a local focus. And so that's another, again, nexus that we're looking at of uh, how can we, we're a part of these communities. The bloggers are, are influencers in, their, in those communities. How can we work with them together to make a connection between that local franchisee who, again, that, that's, a, that's a small businessman in that local community. How can we, how can we tie those things together um, for, for, for positives? I From heard you were, uh, I think it was a little over a year ago, um, and this probably has something to do with this, you're probably alluding to it, but you were sort of testing a concept called My McDonald's where local content feeds would be fed into the national site and people, you know, sort of provided their zip code would receive localized stuff through the national site. Is that what you were talking about? Is there that different? Um, the one that I'm talking about is specific to Facebook. That was a different project, but a similar concept. Okay. And is that still going on? Uh, I believe I, I, I believe not. I, I think that was a test, and that's oh, okay. over now. Well, you got to keep testing, you know. Hey. Oh yeah, well, and and that, that that that's actually a really important point for us. We're always testing. Um, we're we're testing things all the time, and you know, back to the national versus local. Uh, a really key factor uh, in, in in working with our local marketing uh, agencies and partners is looking at it from the standpoint of let's test something in this local market. So let's say if we want to do something with with for, uh, a location-based service like Foursquare, uh, we would definitely find a local market to partner with, try that out in a couple dozen or a couple of hundred stores, see how that works, make sure that we can have a good experience and then also execute uh, whatever in-store experience supports that before we roll it out nationally. It sounds like you've learned a lot. I mean, you could help with some other... the big brands that are struggling out there. I know in the past few years, you know, maybe even before your time, but they were testing a lot of microsites around new menus, you know, what came first.com, filetofish.com. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously as a leader in social, you know that it's you got to, you know, go where the, the people are and where right. the conversations are happening. Has, is, is that where McDonald's is now? Has, has it really learned how to now take advantage of, of how social media truly works as it starts to mature. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly where we are. The, internally, we talk all the time about fishing where the fish are. And, yeah. and, and so uh, I think as far as Facebook and Twitter go, we're, we're, we're doing a pretty good job there. Uh, another question we're asking ourselves constantly is, uh, what's next? What, where, where are people going to go next? Uh, and, but we, we also want to be cautious. We're not going to jump on to you know the, the the newest hot property just because it's a hot property, right. we're, we're going to be looking at these things to say what makes sense for our brand, uh, what are the experiences that 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 fit with uh, our brand essence, and then also where, where where's a where's a, a, a interesting and, and, and uh, decent sized audience for us to be engaging with. You're probably going to be looking. I was talking to the guys at Four Square. You know this whole local based social where because you really are in a lot of ways a, a local brand as well, you mm -hmm. know so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of new platforms that you can use uh, to help promote uh, through social. Yes. 
hey, you also got 700,000 employees, I think. Do you know at all, and I know this isn't your responsibility, but uh, is, is, do you, does the corporation use LinkedIn much or any other social ways to recruit people and, or Facebook or, you know, uh, where employees help recruit other employees? Do you know a little bit about that, Rick? Uh, it, it's another area where um, some of our folks with, within internal communications and HR are looking at that. Uh, we don't have a, um, a, a platform for recruitment launched in a social space, uh, but, uh, but I think it's pretty obvious that there, there's a lot of good possibilities there, so we'll, we'll be looking at that. And how about, you know, just some, you know, general futuristic things from, uh, from you, Rick, now that you've, uh, you know, spend some time uh, with this brand. How about globally? Because in a way, even though you're director of U.S., I mean, at its core, the, you know, the, the web and the future of the web is truly global and, you know, local at the same time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, McDonald's must be looking at a, a more sophisticated social media strategy as it, you know, looks at such a huge global brand. Yeah, and that, that's another area of of alignment. It's it's kind of funny because in some days I'm focused on okay what's going on out in the field, um, you know. So I'm, I'm I'm on conference calls with the Rocky Mountain region or, or or San Francisco or whatnot, and then it's oh okay you know what now we need to think about our global brand footprint. So it, so so we literally are going from a what's going on in these three counties to what what is our global brand feel like to our customers online. Um, the, the global strategy is one that we're trying to articulate right now. Uh, it, there's no borders, uh, but it, it, at the same time, not everyone, you know, not everyone speaks English. So, uh, there, there, and, and there's always obviously some cultural things. Uh, YouTube is, is uh, not accessible in China, which is a huge market for us, just like, like a lot of brands. So, uh, our, our initial approach right now is we, we're, we're looking at how does the global brand become, um, what are the, the assets and resources that we need to be building uh, to not only articulate what our brand is globally, but then also be a, a resource provider to our different countries around the world. So again, back to the Freedom Within Framework concept, we can put together some things that are the, uh, the overarching brand identity um, items but then also have some freedom so that a country can use whatever particular tool is um, has the biggest audience and that they can articulate our brand in a way that's going to be consistent but then also locally relevant. Hey, two quick questions on other categories that, and the use of social media I'd be interested in. I know the audience would. Is a lot of companies, especially uh, consumer-facing companies, are using Twitter more and more for customer service answering questions, you know, if there's issues, you know, um, you know, I'm not you know, bring up anything negative, but, you know, maybe a bathroom is not as clean as they thought or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, and, and secondarily, a completely separate category, new product development. Uh, you know, you come out with these great new products all the time and getting, you know, input from the actual, uh, you know, social spheres is probably pretty important. So two separate questions, sort of customer service and Twitter and Sort of social and new product development. Well, we we actually have uh, customer service as part of our Twitter team, and when we rolled out our our Twitter page last fall, they were actually part of uh, part of that team from the get go. Uh, the way it, it works right now is that we have four.
four folks from the communications department that are kind of the leads uh, for the day-to-day conversations that are taking place on Twitter. And then we have uh, we have two people from our customer uh, satisfaction team that are that are also uh, on the line, if you will, for that as well. And so they are actively watching for any type of complaints. And it could be you're right. It, it could be a, um, a, an experience in the store. It could be just a random complaint uh, about about an ad or, or, or something like that. And so uh, our customer satisfaction team they. They'll go on. They'll talk to the people. Identify. Say, hey, um, you know, this this is this is uh, MCD Nick, which is Nick, one of our our, our really great guys uh, down there handling these things. And just like they would on the 800 number, they talk to the customer, find out what the issue is, and uh, and, and and find some way to get it resolved. One thing that we do that I, that that, I, that we've had great success and great feedback on. Is um, you know sometimes the uh, the resolution is we'll you know we'll we'll buy a customer um, a meal so we'll send them out uh, um, a, a, a card for that. Well, I, you know we don't have a loyalty program where it's just here's a code and go do something. Nor would we necessarily want to do that because this is a great high touch opportunity. So what we do is we have cards. Uh, they're literally little thank you notes with a with a perf- perforated edge on it for uh, for a free meal at McDonald's. And so I. Uh, if we if we need to send one out to someone, we'll put put a little handwritten note on there that says, "Hey, thanks for your feedback. Uh, next meal's on us. Have a great day." And we we, we mail it to them. Then what happens is people it actually kind of um, surprises people because they're they've been dealing with something on Twitter and then something shows up in the mail. It's like who gets who gets mail anymore? That's that, that, that that's worthwhile. <laughs> and so people go and they take a twit pic of this and they post it out there and say, "Hey, look what McDonald's did for me." So it's, it, it, we just think it's, it, it, it's going really, really well because uh, it gives us just a really nice experience um, from something that, that, that initially started out as a negative experience for, for customers. That's great. Hey, um, our time's running out, but sort of a last question for you. What, what you know, juices you right now about McDonald's social media and your job as you look forward? It sounds like a pretty exciting thing, but you know, what, what gets you up in the morning and excited about all this? You know, it, there's just so many aspects to it. Uh, I, I think the uh, like last night when I was um, dr- on the train home from work, I'm having a Twitter conversation with uh, with a mom blogger who tried her oatmeal for the first time. who was super excited about it, and you know the ability to to connect with people like that, and we're swapping stories about kids and stuff. That, uh, you know, that just gives you a lift in 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 your job. Uh, the, the excitement of all the fun things that we're doing with the brand. I'm a big fan of Monopoly. I have been since I was since since I was a kid. Uh, it's 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 that every day there's something new and different going on, and there's new and different ways that we can connect with people. Whether it's something big and articulate, like here's this huge online effort we're going to do, or it's just those little one-on-one conversations of a mom saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm glad that you have oatmeal, and um, I'm glad you have apple dippers and milk in your Happy Meals. It makes me feel better about going there with my kids." How cool is that? Well, Rick Lyon, the first director of social media in the United States uh, for McDonald's, uh, thanks so much for being on Market Edge today. Thank you. And anybody that wants to connect, I hope it's okay, Rick, but on Twitter, you can go to twitter.com slash R-D-U-B-L-I-F-E, R-D-U-B-L-I-F-E, if you want to connect directly with Rick and I'm sure he will answer any questions you might have in as few characters as possible. I, I, so, I welcome it. I'm, I'm a little bit addicted to Twitter. <laughs> you know, aren't, we, aren't we all? Thanks a million, Rick, again, and thanks everybody in the audience for listening to today's Market Edge conversation. 
Join us at webmasterradio.fm at 12 noon Eastern Time in the United States on Tuesdays to tune into these new episodes of Market Edge. Till then, this is Larry Weber. Bye-bye. <laughs>